Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. And my lovely wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Hey, babe. Hey to both of you. And uh, this week we have a topic. It's going to be technology. And uh, before I even get to that, I want to tell you one of the things I hate about technology is when you have a driver update and that prevents you from recording a podcast for about three weeks. Yeah, it took us a while to figure this one out. Yeah, it did. But we did. Ah, it's great. And we're both like technical guys, right? I, I guess. I mean, I guess I am. You have a degree in computer science. It doesn't mean I'm a technical guy. I have I a degree in computer science. Okay. And uh, I, I would, I would think that this should be something that we could do, but apparently, it took us a little, it took us three weeks. So sorry we've been away. Uh, we are going to be, uh, we're going to be releasing this podcast this week. There'll be no podcast next week because Lisa and I will be doing something else. <laughs> and uh, there will be, uh, then we will be resuming podcasts on a weekly basis after that. Hopefully. <laughs> Lord willing and the river won't rise. That's right. Um, but uh, a lot of things have happened since we recorded our last episode. Uh, we went on vacation, Lisa and I did. Uh, went down to our camper that we have. Wow, it's been that long since we've had a podcast. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, uh, I got a, a couple things here. We have, uh, I have a very interesting story to tell. Uh, Lisa's, Lisa likes uh, crabs. There are people we can get crabs from. And we bought a half a bushel of crabs, but they were uh, actually in a box. It was a full bushel. Oh, was it a full bushel? Actually, it wasn't a bushel. It was 96 crabs. Oh, we yeah, bought 96 counted. crabs. That's how they do it. They count That's them. That's how they, they sold them. Bushel. So they put them in a box. And then I cook the crabs and everybody eats the crabs and everything's great. Well, we're coming home from vacation on Saturday and Lisa goes, what is that smell? And I said, it's, um, I think that's the crabs that you put on the back of, of the folded down seat. I think this, the car is just going to smell like that for a couple of days. It'll go away. And then the next day on, uh, on Sunday, we're, we're driving over to Costco and it's, the car is rank. It stinks so bad. It, we, it, I thought it was bad in the front until I got in the back seat. And, and I was like, my eyes started watering. <laughs> we get out, we get to Costco and I go, there's got, and I, on the way there, I go, I bet one of those crabs got out of the box and oh. died in the car. And that is, <laughs> and I go, I know exactly where he is. He's underneath that seat that you had folded down and you put the crabs on top of. This son of a gun had the nerve to get out of that bo that box and <laughs> right. die in the back oh, of your car. Gosh. And he was stinking the car up because we get there and I pull the seat forward. There he is looking there at There he him. is. No, not looking at anything. He's dead. <laughs> He's gray. He doesn't look like anything. He's just disgusting. So out of the car he comes. <sighs> and uh, now the car still stinks like dead crab. Oh. And then Lisa goes, well, I've got to clean this car up. So Lisa essentially does a detailing job on the car. <laughs> Very and good. she gets to the back of the car. And guess what she finds there, Jake? Well, I cleaned the front, the passenger front. 
And then the, the seat behind, and that's where the crab was underneath of that seat. Right. I cleaned it all really good, like toothbrush kind of clean detailing. I got in the back. I opened it. I went, oh, this doesn't smell very good back here. Still stinks. I opened it up, and I moved a box, and there he is. Another crab. Another crab. <laughs> I'm like, no! Wow. So, um did I take it out? I had to have taken you it out, and then out. I came yeah. in the house screaming. Yelling it didn't me matter. Me. I mean, you didn't get, you didn't do it, but I, I was didn't. just so upset. Um, so then I spent the rest of that. I, I don't know. I was in that car four hours, like <laughs> right. detailing it. It's, it's it smells fine now. Yeah, it smells very really good. And it's clean. And it's clean. The car is beautiful, inside and out. And crab free. Crab free. Yeah, I'm for so now. angry. That will that that will happen to me one time. It will never happen to me again. I think what would have bothered me the most <laughs> is the thought of that crab could have decided to go to the front where I was driving. <laughs> and if that thing had touched me where I was, that would have been it. I would have never made my year anniversary for September. It would have been. I'd have been. It would have been over. That would have been. That would have been it. That killed you. That would have been it. I would have. I don't know if I'd have died before I wrecked the car, or in in the case of wrecking <laughs> the car. But that thing. Oh my gosh. The thought of that thing going up front has always kind of terrified me. So you know, for me not to pay attention to that because of the handles, how my dad puts it in. Right. And his hands go right in. I'm like, going, eh, it's fine. You you know, they it was big enough. Yeah, big enough for two of them to slip out. Yep, yep. So uh, I bought a pachinko machine while we were down there. Now, what is pachinko, Joe? Pachinko. Real, it's a loud, real, annoying game. Real quick summary. Jake, with bells, whistles, and lights, and it's loud, It's Jake. big in Japan, Jake. It's um, it's a uh, essentially a cross between a slot machine, a plinko machine, and a pinball machine. Uh, you know, plinko, like, from the Price, Price is, right. is Right. Yeah. It's one of my Plinko chips, Bob. Right. The uh, you you have little tiny balls. They, they, these are balls that they used after World War II that were bearings for making weapons of war that they didn't. Joe, need I said anymore. a short summary. Okay. It's Japanese pinball. It's Japanese pinball. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a uh, you can look them up online. They're they're fun. But I, I, when I was a kid, one of my friends had one of these things, and I was like, that is an awesome game. And I I, I always wanted one, but I never got one uh, until. Earlier this summer, and it was a mess when I bought it, but I have now cleaned it up and kind of restored it, and it looks a lot better, and it plays well, and all the lights work and everything. It, it, it's fun. I love it. Yeah, you showed it to me, and it is actually very interesting because it's all mechanical. It's all mechanical, There's right. No, There's not, no electronics in there. The, the only electric in it is for the lights. Correct. And so it, it was pretty neat. It's like a big Rube Goldberg machine in the back. It is. <laughs> but, uh, it, yeah, it's pretty cool. It And... And I love these things. And uh, I have actually gone ahead and uh, since restoring the first one, I've, I've bought a second one that I found online. The beginning of a problem. Yes, the beginning of a problem, probably. Yes, I'm going to have a pachinko problem uh, and uh, somebody's going to have to do an intervention. <laughs> I'd love to be at that addiction meeting. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, Joe. <laughs> I'm here because I'm addicted to collecting pachinko machines. <laughs> There's no worries there. <laughs> he Lisa, has two. Lisa will put that under control. Well, I just, you know, I think there's a bigger space for that to be played downstairs in our family room. Yeah, well, the one that's ready to be moved down there. Yeah. And, and put down there and hung on the wall. Because I hear that all day long. We don't hear it all day long. I don't play it all day long. Every we'll be, 20 minutes he's we'll hitting be, that button. 
so we'll be playing like a video game or something together and i'm on discord with him and while we're like Ting. we're playing a, a strategy game or something and it's turn-based so like we're you know he finishes his turn and other people are still taking their turns and what do i hear in the background the pachinko machine going because uh. he's got to play a game while he waits for the rest of his game <laughs> God. i can't just sit around for you guys to make your moves in civ 6 man it's boring so I got something to do now. Yay. We're <laughs> all that so Pachinko thrilled. machine sitting right behind me. I'm, I can just launch balls all day long. Loudly. And Loudly. he does. <laughs> all right. So let's get on to the things I hate technology-wise. Uh, and I'm going to start with something that's a, uh, a, a continual hate that I've had for years and years. And is my cell phone. Oh my gosh. I hate my cell phone. I even let you pick them out. I did. And this time I picked a Google Pixel 3 and thought you I would love it. You were raving about it. I was raving about it before I owned it. And now that I have it, I, I am not impressed. The grass is not green. I huh? have to tell you, green. I love mine. Do you? I do. Well, why don't, why don't you like it, Joe? I, I think I may have gotten a bad one. He, he leaves like 1,500 open. I do not. You do. 1,500 open apps running on the phone. And he doesn't know why it's running slow. I, it's, not, <laughs> it's not that it runs slow. It actually, well, actually, sometimes it does, mm. it does take a long time to, to do something. Um, and you put on the like do not disturb. Slow, like, like you I put could, on the do not disturb, and then you're like, I don't know why this phone isn't ringing. <laughs> because the do not disturb's on, Joe. <laughs> You know, if I ever saw a UFO and aliens landed near me, I would never be able to get a picture with this phone. It's just the, the camera takes way too long to load. And those those little huh. green men don't stick around for, for pictures for a long time. And you know that for from experience, right? Right. Well, from what everybody says about them. I, I've never seen them. I don't actually believe in them. Um, but well, I was being serious, but okay. Right. <laughs> Do you want to take that seriously? Go ahead. I, I don't. Um, but, it. I mean, let's... Here, well, let's watch. Let's see how long it takes me to open up my phone app. Well, first off, I touch it and the the the, uh, the fingerprint identification didn't go off. It ready? Here we go. Opening the opening the camera. Pink. And oh now wow! I can take wow. A yeah. Of course, that was pretty quick, right? Because, that was amazingly fast. Because that's I, I'm, normal. I'm in sh- I'm sure that Google's listening to us right now, trying to make sure that this is good. So maybe what I should do is act like I'm recording a podcast and complaining about how how much my phone sucks every time I want to take a picture. As long as you Those... have your tinfoil cap on, baby, everything <laughs> yeah. will be all right. Those aliens are going to look at each other and be like, hey, Gary, what's this idiot talking about podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stay away from him. He's nuts. <laughs> you can tell because say, of his hat. Stay away from that guy. He's, he's crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we can abduct him and nobody will believe him. Yeah, yeah. Don't, let's not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> He's going to be complaining to us. He's going to be telling us all the things he hates about his phone. Right. It's the last thing we need. Uh, so uh, next time I get a phone, I'm not going to spend a big pile so of money on it. You still haven't – You're. I don't understand what the issue is. I don't know how to describe it, Jake. It's just not as as as, uh, as much as I was promised for as much as I paid for it. Google sold you a bridge? Yeah, exactly. They sold me a bridge. Well, you bought a bridge. I so. did. I bought the bridge from Google. Shame on you. Next time, I'm not going to buy the Google phone. I'm going to get a phone from uh, from uh, Nokia or from Motorola. Going to get a flip phone? No, I'm not going to get a flip phone. <laughs> There's no way Joe would ever get a flip phone. No, it's going to be one of the bar phones. But you know, they have the Android One program that you can get those phones cheaply. 
Uh, and then, you know, if you pay $300 for a phone, this phone performs like I would expect a $300 phone to pay to, to, to perform. This phone does not perform like I would expect it to perform after what I paid for it. So I'm going to buy a $300 phone and uh, be okay with the fact that it drags on. God, these people might be listening to this for the first time, but you have no idea how many times I have heard this. I'm not been hatred to your phone. phone. All right, so uh, what's the next thing you hate, Joe? I hate when a relatively new thing stops working. Okay, like what? Like my 32-inch TV that I had in my family room. It was not new. It was not. It was relatively new. No. It was. How old was that TV? Seven years old. Seven years old? You think that TV was seven years old? Easy. That's not new, Joe. A TV should last more than seven years, wouldn't you say? No. You wouldn't not, expect that? No, not at the rate that uh, TVs get better. Hmm. Seven years ago, I mean, they're still... They, they, think about, like, even... Uh, like, you're talking about last longer than that. Like, ten years ago, we still had, you know, projection HDTVs as right. opposed to uh, LCDs and stuff. Right. Well, uh, It just plasma, needed a new tube put in the back. I don't know TVs. why you didn't work on that. <laughs> new tube put in the back of it. You act yeah. like it was kind of that kind of old. It wasn't that old. It wasn't that old. No. It was it was relatively new. I knew it was going to go out because the lights were failing on it. The backlighting was going bad and you could see it blinking and you could see big yeah. circles on the screen during during your show that you're watching. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And then I had to go out and find another 32-inch TV. And have you ever been to a store to try to find why, a 32-inch TV? Why do you, why did you need to get another 32-inch TV cuz 32 inches is pretty small nowadays small. it's the smallest tv you can buy and i'll tell you why i need it because that's amazing because like you went like 20 years ago 32 inches Ooh, <laughs> right. that's really big. <laughs> exactly uh, we're going over to their house to watch the super bowl you know he has a 32 inch high definition tv Ooh. yeah so 20 years ago maybe 20 years ago lisa went out to a yard sale and she bought this piece of furniture yeah for five dollars <laughs> that's the truth Five bucks she paid for this piece of furniture. Uh-huh. Lisa got a deal? No way. I know. Right. She brought it home and... Uh, I took the glass. What it was was an old farm style kind of uh, china cabinet with, for lack of it being china. <laughs> right. So uh, it was dishes. So the top opened up and it had glass. So I took the glass out of the doors and put uh, kind of wire. Yeah, it's not black chicken wire. wire. It's like a little square it's beautiful wire. And it's and I put it in its place, and then I put it up on um, the furniture biscuits. Right, and then we put um, we put the TV in it, and it, this was the big, huge tube TV. <laughs> so I actually had to cut a hole out of the yeah, back of it, it's still there. and there's still a big hole in the back of it. But the, that but hole is covered up right. by my current TV, and now my flat screen TVs fit in there perfectly, and it's a perfect piece of furniture. You, for some reason, really love it. I do. I love it because you paid five dollars for it, and it looks amazing. And you know, after everything you've oh, done, oh, I put with new it, handles and everything on it, two pulls. Yeah, you put new pulls on it. You know, it, maybe in all, you spent. 25 bucks no all things probably considered. not even that much right um and my favorite thing about it is if you listen to the christmas story that i uh, our christmas <laughs> one of our christmas episodes that's the piece of furniture that came apart when i was carrying it upstairs so it's easy 20 years old right that, that we owned it right 20 years that we've owned it and i like this piece of furniture it fits in the room well i'm i'm 
to the point where I'm okay with maybe getting rid of it and going with something else. And Lisa says she wants to put some kind of a shelf in that corner. I was thinking about uh, making that cabinet a quilt cabinet. Put my quilts in it. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> we got to get back to the topic here. We're, we're, we're straying way too far off. Talking more about the furniture <laughs> than about the TV. So I had to replace that TV and it was only seven years old. So I'm sorry, I think a TV should last more than seven years. The Sylvania TV we have still still going strong. That one's almost 14 years old. It has spots in it. Does it? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. Nope, need to buy a new one. No. What's next, Joe? Uh, Consumer-grade PCs. Are you talking about the one upstairs in the craft room? Yes. Oh, that was perfect. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the one in the basement. No, no, that one needs to be replaced as well. Consumer-grade PCs, Jake. What's wrong with consumer grade PCs? You ever buy a PC from Best Buy? Uh, yes. How did it work out for you? Great, actually. Really? Yeah, that's the computer we're using right now. No. Yeah. You didn't get this from Best Buy, did you? Yeah. They're hmm. an Asus retailer. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, Asus is okay. I like Asus. This is one of those, uh, although. I, I, it's annoying when you need to open it up and like put RAM in it, yeah. for example. That sucked. But yeah. otherwise, I've had no issues. You know, once I put RAM in it, another 8 gigs of RAM, this thing, it, it runs like a charm. Um, this is going to last me at least another like four years or so. Did this one have a bunch of crap installed on it when you got it? Uh, I mean, probably. I, I just uninstalled it like bloatware that you had to go through and uninstall a bit yeah, yeah. but not nothing terrible nothing that's, out of the ordinary that's one of the things i hate about that is that you you have to you have to go through and uninstall or just reinstall the operating system i hate that uh there used to be a company called packard bell that fortunately has gone out of business but those computers sucked so bad and they were a budget computer and yeah they, they were awful so that's why i like to build my own pcs i probably will do that next time yeah I got a case for you, Jake, because I just got a new case for my PC. No, I'll, I'll, I'll just get a new case. Yeah. But get a nice big case. Yep. My, my computer is great. I love it because I built it myself. There you go. And I know that not everybody feels like they can build a, a PC, but really, you can. It's not that hard. It's not rocket science. You need no, to know, it's computer science. It's not even that. <laughs> yes, it's, it is, Joe. <laughs> it's, you can, it's just put the things together Look, and it works. Oh, okay. To you. Okay. I had no idea what I was doing two years ago. And even now I go, wait, do I, did I do that right? It's not I, – I will be honest with you. Joe won't. It's difficult. But if you ask someone who knows what they're doing, I'm sure they will be more than willing to help you. And, one, and you do it once and you'll never forget it. And then it will be easy from then on. Correct. That's but I'm true. sure Joe would have told him that if he'd have. Absolutely. Yeah, you won't lie to people on purpose, right? No. <laughs> I just want to make sure that we're clear on that. You're not a big liar pants. <laughs> okay, before we get to Joe Rachel Hate, I want to tell you about something that's going on. Jen Fackler is again going over the edge for victory. Go, Jen. And she's going to rappel down a building in, oh, o- in Ohio mm. to raise money for the Victory Center, which is an organization that comforts, provides physical aid and comfort and transportation to cancer patients. It's It's an absolutely essential resource for people that are going through cancer treatment, but she'll be doing that on August 28th. So uh, why don't you go to OTE for victory, the number four victory.org slash Jen dash Fackler, F-A-C-K-L-E-R. And you can find Jen's page and you can make a donation and support Jen as she uh, tries to raise money for this very important cause. 
Good luck, Jen. Good luck. What have we got for Joe Rates Your Hate this week, Jake? We've got plenty here. First one is from Drew from Dudes with Brews on a Porch. He says, I hate that I'm afraid to learn new technology when I'm accustomed to what I currently use. Mm. I also hate Chromebooks because they are compatible with practically nothing. No. Create an operating system that works with other crap. I'm going to disagree with you 100% on Chromebooks. Uh, the purpose is not to have an interoperable computer. It's just to have a web browser with a keyboard attached to it. That's, that's all you're getting with a Chromebook. Everything is in the cloud. And uh, the great thing about Chromebooks are when my son was in high school, I got, I got him a Chromebook and I said, do all your homework on it. And then one day I said, is your homework done? He goes, my Chromebook is broken. I said, go log into your computer, get on the web, log into your Google account, and all of your documents are right there. And he goes, really? I'm like, yeah, really. And you know what? When you get another Chromebook, all you have to do is log into it and everything's there. The Chromebook is not a, a PC. It's not. It's, it's just something for doing documents on the web. As for learning new technology, I don't hate that. That's actually something I love about, about my field is I get to do it all the time. I love doing that. So I can't empathize. I understand why people don't do it. It is irritating. And I hear a lot of the complaining about it. And uh, it's not invalid. I don't, I don't think that. But... So I empathize, but I don't feel this hate. I, uh, I don't know. I think he, he, I think the thing about Chromebooks is to a, to someone who doesn't know that difference, it just looks like a laptop. Yeah, exactly. It's not a laptop. It's a tablet. Right. With a keyboard. It's, it's, I wouldn't even say it's a tablet. It's, it's, it's essentially a web-based computer. It's, it's a thin client. Okay. Who, what does that mean to, to someone that doesn't know that, what that means? It doesn't mean anything. (sighs) So that's what I'm saying to so to a regular consumer that's looking for a laptop like I just want to have I you know I want Word I want to be able to to uh, to save things on there music whatever right without having to worry about constantly being connected to the internet for example oh well if you you're gonna have to be constantly connected to the internet with a Chromebook that's, period but, that's but, just the way it is well but that's my point Joe right. is if somebody's not looking to do that but they don't know any better. It's then, an easy trap to fall into because it just looks like any other laptop. Yes, that's correct. I'll agree with that. So I can see why. Yeah, I. If you don't have a use for a Chromebook, yeah, they're kind of annoying. Right. I have a Chromebook because I I do eighty percent of my podcasting is on my Chromebook. I actually right now about fifty percent of my podcasting is on Chromebook. But when I'm actually uh, traveling down to see Dave, I take my Chromebook with me. I don't take a computer. But I'm doing that from home, so I use my computer. And everything's still right there because I log into my Chrome account, and that's it, my Google account. Next, we've got Angela from Twitter. She says, I hate how dependent I have become on technology. I do not have as many phone numbers memorized anymore. I just push the name in my contacts. No dialing. And if I lose my phone, I will be really lost. Yes, again, if you have a... uh... If you have a, a phone, chances are all that information is stored in the cloud. But my biggest fear is getting arrested and not knowing my wife's phone number. It's not my biggest fear. Why would you be worried about getting arrested, Joe? I, I'm always worried about things that are probably never going to happen, Jake. <laughs> and being arrested is one of them. <laughs> There's yeah. no reason in the world for me to be arrested. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, I was uh, I was on the phone with someone the other day. And I had to I had to go, hang on a second. I don't know this phone number. Let me look it up in my phone. Yeah. My contacts list, you know, although I I guess, yeah, there's less that, you know, off the top of your head. But at the same time, we had address books back right. in the day. Like yep. You didn't memorize every number. You knew like 
three, four numbers maybe that were super important. Your house number and your family and friends probably. The top four or five. And then after that, you didn't know it. But like, yes, if you were arrested, you would you would have memorized the phone number to be like, right. I, I can go to the payphone and 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 make this call. But um, every so often, I I uh, make a point of just entering phone numbers instead of going to my favorite list. Yeah, that's a good idea. And you go, and it helps you probably remember them because mm-hmm. you have to actually physically do it. You know, and you know what? Memory. If you're going to the doctor, a lot of times you have to fill out that information. I mean, you should know that. Yeah. Right. I look it up in my phone when I do it. She's right. I, I, I got to remember your phone number a little bit better. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Koi Zero. She says, I get so jealous when I see new technologies roll out. I feel like I'd be septilingual if I had an iPad when I was a kid. And she also says, what I hate is knowing that I would use these powerful and sophisticated tools to laugh out loud at funny cat videos. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I love funny cat videos. All uh, all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. Right. I used to get this technology envy, but I don't anymore. I mean, as I get older, I realize I've got a pretty good computer. I don't need much other stuff right now. Yeah, and I don't know. New technology is cool. I'm not envious of it. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. What's next? Next, we have Petra from Facebook. She says she hates when she drives her three-year-old car and in the midst of the drive, the bored computer dies and reboots. Oh, my God. Being a software tester, I can imagine very well what all went wrong there, and it makes me afraid and hate the imperfect onboard thingies. Yeah, this is one of my biggest fears, along with getting arrested, is (laughs) having my... Having the, the computer, the onboard computer in my, in my car fail at some point in time. And it sounds like she had a terrifying experience where it rebooted in the middle of a drive. That thing controls everything in a modern car. Everything. Well, well, well my it rear... doesn't control your steering and brakes. It does control your brakes. It controls your ABS. ABS, uh, but not, not your brakes. Maybe not your You know ABS. how I know this, Joe? Because when one time I had my alternator go out of my car, but I didn't know it was the alternator. I thought it was the battery. Right. So the only way I found out that it was the alternator is because I'm driving down the highway and the battery dies. Right. And the whole car shuts off. So I had to wrestle this thing to the side of the road going 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Ugh. That was a nightmare. So yes. I, I imagine it was probably pretty similar to uh, your board failing on your, your computer. Yeah, that's got to be terrifying. I hate this too. I hate how these things are. Uh... I hate my my uh, reverse camera. Yeah, the reverse work. camera on your car doesn't doesn't work half the time anymore. I know. Well, you know what though? I think the uh, the the good news here is how many uh, Petra is the first person I've heard of that that actually happened to them. Agreed. So Agreed. the good news is apparently these things are made pretty well. Right. So. Um, I'd like to see studies on that, but I'm, and I'm sure there are studies on it. But you're right; these things are the 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 failures like this are way out beyond the norm. Right. There are a couple standard deviations away. What's next, Jake? Next, we have Jordan from Facebook. He says, "While I love what my smartphone AI can do for me—send texts, make calls, screen incoming calls, set appointments—I hate that I have to talk like a 1940s newscaster to get it to understand me." Why can't my smartphone learn my accent and dialect? 
Yeah, this is actually going back to one of the things I can't stand about my phone is, and I've disabled that assistant on it. That that assist, the Google Assistant is nothing more than a big box of lies and tears. Um, it it doesn't work. <laughs> it absolutely well, does not work. And look, speech recognition is incredibly difficult. It is. It is. Like, well, keep it in the lab until it's ready for production. This but, is not a ready for production no, assistant. That's not true. That's not true. It, I, it it works. You just have to say things a very particular way. You have to talk like a stilted... It's not Star Trek yet. No, it's not. So you're, you can't just say computer however you want to, and then it does what you want it to. Like, it, it has to... It, it, speech recognition is difficult. And yes, accents, dialects, uh, ever so tiny variations in your voice, that can really throw uh, the... the the algorithm that determines what you tried to say or can right. throw that off really easily. Yeah, well, so, Joe knows that. He's just saying that he would like it to be bettered until they got it better, they shouldn't put it out. And I right. agree with that. I, I agree. That's, what, that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't even use it, but I don't think that that's just because it's not perfect, it can't be out there. Because while it's out there, there are people that do use it and it does help them. And it makes people feel like they're in Star Trek, you know, which it's it, like they, there's a lot of people that enjoy doing it. My, mine I don't did do nothing it. but irritate me and infuriate me. And I disabled it. I really, I really couldn't stand it. I thought the, the Google Assistant is well, garbage, and some, I, I could not use it. Somebody has to appreciate it because all these commercials that Google and Apple put out and Amazon now with like Alexa and stuff are all about voice command-operated things. Right. And Alexis. people buy these things like crazy. <laughs> so, oh, Dessa. Yeah. So I, I guess what I'm saying is while we might not like it, there seems to be a lot of people that do. I'm sure. I'm sure they are. I think Amazon's probably got the best one. I haven't, I, I we don't have an Alexa device in our house. Nope. But we do have the Amazon Fire TV. Yep. And that thing doesn't miss what I say. Hmm. I, I have not had a big problem with that, but I got to push a button to activate that. <laughs> Which I like, no, actually. That's it. That's it. We, I prefer we're so that. good. Everything was so good. Yeah, but there's a button. <laughs> no, I like the button. I like the button because that way I know it's not always listening to me like my Google. It phone still is. is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Paul from Facebook. He says, I hate how quickly phones glitch up once you get them. Example, when it's in the pocket and tries to go straight to notepad or camera. This is another great example of what I don't like about my phone. It'll be in my pocket and something will open. I have to put the phone, you know, I have to turn the phone off. And, and then when I pull it out of my pocket, it's doing something completely different than when I put it in. Really, do you think that if it's a problem, get a case that has a cover on the front of it? Joe, that's not a that's not unique to your phone. No, it's Every not. Every phone does that. So don't be mad at your phone for like don't be mad at Google for making Google Pixel three that has that happen to it because all phones have that happen. Agreed. So, I'll agree with that, but I still hate that about my phone. <laughs> You're allowed to hate it. Good, well, but I is, have to say I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> Half the reason why Lisa lets Joe do this is because then she can say, shut up about it. Save, Save it for, for the, the podcast. podcast. Oh, I have said that on more than one occasion. Save it for the podcast. I don't want to hear about it. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got the rant of the week. Rant the rant of the week. From Derek on Facebook. He says he hates planned obsolescence. Programs or apps that used to work perfectly fine suddenly no longer work after they have been updated since they now require more space, memory, or newer operating system than they previously did. As a result, the customer has to buy a new phone computer every couple years. 
Not only does this seem to be a waste of money, it is also harmful to the environment with all of the now obsolete products being disposed of. All right. So that's a good rant. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about something here. Uh, I'm going to get a little bit technical and I'm going to talk about security stuff. And I will say, (laughs) I will say this, that one of the, one of the reasons that we have to have uh, new devices is because the old devices get end of life and the old devices get end of life because they can't keep up. And this is uh, the way of technology. And Jake, you were saying this beforehand, right? So the, the thing is, I will agree with you that su- there is planned obsolescence for some things, but the uh, operating systems and apps and uh, the the memory requirements, etc., are not one of those things. Because you know, a part of what I do is is development, and a lot of the things that are used in development are constantly changing because new technologies are constantly being researched and developed, right. and then put out into the consumer market. And as a result, that means we can do more things. We can, you know, the how do you get speech recognition? Because we we wrote some software that does that. Well, the thing is that software takes up a lot of space. So now we need to make sure that if we're going to have a phone, you need to have a lot more RAM in the phone so that 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 uh, that's uh, speech recognition software has enough memory to run. Right. So that that's not planned obsolescence. That's just how technology advances and it advances so quickly that you can buy a phone or or well they're not a phone phone's a bad example you can buy a computer and in three years it's obsolete because of you know better processors better graphics card whatever a phone can is planned obsolescence because those are that's more of a hardware thing right and it's more about we've 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 basically worked out a deal with the phone provide the, the the phone companies right to say look you sell these phones on a contract for a two-year deal right or one or two years and we we will ever so slightly increment better features into phones so people will want to buy them and we'll also make the phones out of cheap crap that fail after a year and we're okay with that because then people will want to just buy a new phone that's a little different that's not I, so that's not the software side. That's mostly the hardware side. I yeah, would that's say. the engineering side. The yeah. customer. Yeah, facing. those computer engineers are the ones screwing you, not the scientists. <laughs> but I do want to say that uh, as a from a from a manufacturer standpoint, you can't maintain all these phones. You have to end the life of them, right? You can't can't worry about the security defects that come up in all of these phones. You have to have to get rid of them and have to have a smaller subset of phones that you that you can take care of. That's why they get end of life. That's and that's why. When you when you're buying a phone, you should expect that phone's going to be good for about three years. So that's when you decide how much we're willing to put into it. They give levels of different um, prices for phones. Right. Yeah. So if you if you want a high level and expect it to last more than the duration of your contract, you're at it's not happening. I I think you can do it. I think uh, we'll we'll find out in three years when I buy my three hundred dollar Motorola phone and tell you how impressed <laughs> I am with it. You're gonna slug this oh out for gosh. three years, Joe, with your Google Pixel Three. I'm gonna. I am gonna slug this thing out for three years. I got another about year and a month and a quarter left of before that happens because I'm not gonna put any more money into a phone until this phone is end of life. Once this phone gets end of life, I'm buying a three hundred dollar phone. All right. Maybe a jitterbug, the phone for old people. <laughs> oh my Joe, gosh! Please a cricket. Do that. I'm not doing that. I would laugh my ass off. <laughs> 
Well, you're about old enough, so you're going to be getting old enough soon to start getting AARP benefits. I get the A. I'm already that old, Jake. Oh yeah, is yeah. It, what is it, what's the cutoff? Fifty. Is it, I thought it was fifty-five. No, it's fifty. They start sending your membership packets when you turn fifty. Yeah, but have that, you gotten your membership packet yet, yeah, Lisa? No, they think I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Keep letting them think that. I've never got any note. All right, everybody, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. And if you want to support us, we have a subscribe star. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you can find us. And tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at thingsjoehates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash things joe hates our email address is things joe hates podcast at gmail.com links to all of these can be found on our website things joe hates.com female voiceover is provided by andrea patrilli podcast artwork is by Susie blake i'm nate goodwin for things joe hates <laughs>